Welcome to the Empowered Women Rise podcast with me, your host, Lucy Bennett. I'm here with Charlotte Barman, who is in Finland today. So we're having a truly international day today, an English person in Spain, and then a <laughs> Finnish, Swedish and English speaking person in Finland. Charlotte, it is so good to have you on. Thank you very much for coming on and, and offering to share your story. I'm just going to change the profile of our thing. I, that's cool thank you so much Lucy it's such a pleasure to be here and I feel so honored actually to be on this platform the lineup of women you've got coming in is incredible and I feel so humbled to be a part of this crew oh well you make it richer so I'm happy that you're here <laughs> thank you you know just just even the like the descriptions of what you do get me excited about what you do you know because it's it's something that is close to my heart as well mm -hmm. and i just love seeing women rise and and, and also raising up other women too and that yeah. that's truly what you're about you've got so many different kind of strings to your bow right you would say yeah yeah so i would us, tell us a little bit about <laughs> your journey so far your journey in life so far Right, well, so I call myself the creator of Superwomen, and that's something that's a fairly new name of myself. I claimed it like a year and a half or so ago, and like at the it. time I didn't, yeah, at the time I didn't really know what the full meaning of it would be until probably a year ago or so. So I sat with that name for a little while, but the reason I even stepped into that role is because, um, I mean, my background is that I lived a fairly normal life as a teenager in Finland. I moved abroad already when I was 19, like looking to be in the world, and I've been abroad ever since until I moved back home. Home, uh, almost three years ago now and I kind of along the way like I was super confident I was really kind of a go-getter just like whatever I wanted to do I just had such a massive zest for life and then you know as things happen I got into a relationship which which was amazing at the start but it turned out to be really um um what's the word I wouldn't say poisonous but that's not the right word is it um okay. Toxic, thank you. <laughs> I've been speaking Swedish all day. So it was a very toxic relationship. I would I would actually quite frankly say it was very narcissistic and I completely lost myself within that journey and I was with that person for a very, very long time. And basically all through my 20s, I lost myself. That girl who had this huge zest and this big confidence, just like ready to go and take on the world, she was lost somewhere along the way. And... Um, yeah, it was really sad and I didn't see it at the time, obviously. I was just kind of, no. my days just blended all into one and then I had this huge wake-up call. A few things kind of led up to this wake-up call and as that happened, I realized that, oh my gosh, I don't recognize this person. I That's not me. That This is not who I want to be. This is not who I connect to. I don't know who this person is and I was basically just a shell of a woman and I was in my late 20s at the time and I just decided that no, no more, and I'm gonna have to change this. And there were a couple of things that led me to actually getting onto that change and find that confidence again. And I realized that as I was growing more empowered, also this feeling of competition that I'd had with women through my 20s yeah. disappeared because I started realizing that we're all so, so valuable and we have all so much power within us. And it's just kind of been that, you know, the knock on the head always with other women for some reason. Well, I know exactly why, but well, we can hear from my story why. Yeah, um, absolutely. 
Yeah, and as I started stepping into that space of like knowing myself so much better, I I grew a compassion as well um, towards myself and to other women. And yeah. that's kind of on the journey that I am with Creator Superwomen because as I then step further and further into this space of being independent again and being confident and realizing there's this massive difference of arrogance and confidence, which yeah. is sometimes a very fine line. And I definitely have stepped wrong in that space as well as I was growing. Um, I just started realizing that women started gravitating towards me to find that within themselves as well and it was a very natural progression to actually move into a space like this where I can actually step into that type of role officially um so that's been a kind of like yeah that's kind of been like a 10-year journey I would say wow I love the fact that you use your kind of your feminine energy you you just flowed with it until you really found your feet in terms of what the creator of super women means because that's something that I've been embracing and trying to educate my group's on much more that they're always trying to force things and when you force you get overwhelmed you don't find the answers and actually when you step back and you step into your feminine flow a little bit more the answers just come to you don't they and it's like it's such a beautiful thing because when we stop forcing life we start to become more connected to who we are your your early journey is it's such a sad one but it's such a common one as well don't you think Mm -hmm. Charlotta that we so many of us have been there and been through it and Mm -hmm. especially when we might have wounds from our childhood whether that be from our parents or from us you know the education system or other children bullying us we then become you know a victim that can be you know the 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 target of a narcissistic partner and we think got these great relationships starting up with this these guys that are like you know they're just <laughs> everything and then everything just changes mm. you know? it goes from this like beautiful intensity that you think you're like the the center of the world for this person yeah. to be an intensity that's really really as you said toxic and it becomes all-consuming and it's all you can think about I mean I traveled around the world for this guy I left jobs that I loved to be with wow. this person and it's just like now I don't, again, I mean, at the time, I didn't recognize that woman, but like now I'm like, yeah, that was me. And I remember these memories, but it, I can't connect to it. It's not, it's nothing that I see as part of me in that sense. Like it's been part of my journey and it's taught me so much. And I think um, as with everything, like whatever you go through, it does serve a greater purpose. And I think I wouldn't have been in this position I am now of being able to serve people the way I do, specifically women, because I wouldn't necessarily understand their situation and their, their point. And it, I don't only serve women who come from narcissistic relationships. That is not at all what my niche is. But it's just empowering. And a lot of time, sadly, we do get affected by relationships, whether that's family relationships or um, uh, romantic relationships or whatever it could be. And we get really, really affected. We do. We do. And it's that getting, you know, when you you said that you lost yourself. And that's, that's something that we end up doing because of the pushes and pulls of society and culture and the people around us. And I think, you know, the the whole empowering women, especially if you're attracting a younger audience as well, to be able to teach the early 20s, girls in their early 20s, you know, how to really ground yourself and really get to know Mm. yourself, really connect with who you are, is such Mm. an incredible gift because unfortunately I didn't have that. You know, I only started that journey in my (laughs) mid-30s. I was like 35 when I started to kind of reclaim who I was in a sense so to Mm. be able to empower young women to do that now is such an incredible thing I love it it's brilliant it is 
And yeah, it's so great. And I'm so grateful for social media as well. It really just helps us reach out to all of these people around the world as well. And you said a couple of key things there that are really key for me. You said about the society and the cultural kind of structure that we have around us. That's one of my like biggest pushes that we don't have to follow what society is telling us to do. I've never wanted to follow that. Like it's amazing if you want to, like I'm from Finland, right? So if you want to have a great education that the state will pay you for, pay for, for you, sorry, and that you can then go into a cushy job and stay there until you retire and you have a family and then you have the home and everything it's set up in that way if that's what you want it's perfect it's just there for you to grab and literally just sit back and it comes to you whereas if you like me have that little extra niggle of something extra you want to do that's a bit outside of the norm and you know we we you sent me a couple of um prep questions before and this came up a lot like what do we um like how can we break free from that and actually create our own path and the resistance that will come from society because, and I'm talking about society as a general, but also friends, family. I'm the first one that I know of in my vicinity, like around this education, my dad, when he was younger, he started his own business, but that's still such a long time ago. It's so different now. And he's a man, you know, that was in the seventies, eighties. Me doing that now as a woman in the two thousands, that's very different. So you know, not having anyone to look up to, but now we have all of these amazing expanders out there that we can actually see, okay, well, this is possible. I can do that too. Absolutely. It's so inspiring. And actually, yeah. I think that because we're both part of the same group. Yes. So yes. <laughs> and I've been a member of, of, you know, many membership groups over the years. And actually, for me, it was like finding the Goddess Collective was like this kind of, it, it's fitted where I am on my path of transformation yeah. of life, you know, and it's a much yeah. more spiritual group. And I, that's what I like about it. It's just, it's so great. So it's been really nice to be able to connect with yourself. Yeah. And, and Christine, Christina yesterday was also from, from the Goddess Collective. So that's been amazing. Lovely. So let's yes. get to a couple of these questions. I mean, for you, um, what would you say was the biggest catalyst in your life that, that pushed you forward into it, like finding yourself and empowering the women? Would it be that relationship or something else? I think um, the biggest foundation of that was probably the relationship and me actually breaking breaking away from that and and realizing that that's not who I wanted to be and that you know that's just not the woman I, I aspire to be either. Yeah. Um, but along with that, that was a choice. Like I made a decision of breaking free. Um, it took me a while, but by the time I did that, I was ready. And I hadn't been ready. Like I probably would have wanted to earlier, but I hadn't been ready. And then I got ready. And then, you know, when we talk about law attraction and like bringing things in, you don't really know exactly what they are, but you get into alignment and you start seeing opportunities that suddenly just make like make the most obvious sense to you. Maybe you would have seen them before, but they just haven't clicked. Yeah, so yeah something simple like me finding a new fitness format one that i i'm an instructor for now like i found i found my confidence within pound which what is called um when i walked into this tiny little studio in la called booty works i was i think i was crying maybe as i walked in because we probably had an argument or something with my boy my then boyfriend and i got in there and it was just like this massive sense of release of emotion and i knew that i was hooked on that but i was also hooked on what he gave me and it's yeah. given me so much and it's, since i moved back home to finland as well it's gay it's kind of given me a community of women here that i'm able to like on a very close local level inspire as well but sorry that's i'm deviating great. from your question so no, great. Um, great i love to hear that because that's, yeah, that's a really yeah. nice thing that you can do because actually many of us are communicating and networking on an on an online digital level but the yeah. fact that you can actually do it in person is brilliant because 
like mm -hmm. I've been I'm doing hypnotherapy and a lot of it has been online and actually one of my Spanish friends said to me a couple of weeks back I would love to do the hypnotherapy with you and I'm like yes I have somebody person. And the, <laughs> the connection's so profound and yeah. you know you really get so much out of that in-person experience yeah so. Yeah, you get to hold so much space in a diff in a different way because you're literally holding space physically almost. Yeah. And I think it's really beautiful. I mean, lockdown has been hard on, on, on all of us. But at the same time, I do have to say, I mean, I'm super grateful for things like the Internet and connection because it's really it's allowed people that have maybe been a bit standoffish with um, with Internet meetings to actually be like, well, that's our only option and realizing, oh, it's actually really convenient. So let's do that. But yeah. there is really nothing like actual human contact and being in person yeah. and having a conversation and, and, you know, seeing people's reactions and seeing how they, you know, just seeing what they take in. And so Pound is the one thing that obviously I found and that's a different format, but I created my own format as well called Wild Woman Workout. And yeah. that was literally just a concoction of all the things that I love. And it gives me so much but then I see the women there and how they're affected by it as well. And it's just, it's pure magic. It's really beautiful. I love the sound of it. The wild woman workout. Mm. Sounds fantastic. It is fantastic. You have to come <laughs> with me yeah. sometime. Yeah. <laughs> things that you do. I really love it. So what would you say is, has been the biggest challenge that you've faced as a female entrepreneur? Um, I would say, um, Probably just the sense that, well, especially where I'm from, I'm from a very small town in Finland. And, you know, I mentioned the societal structures. They're very solid here. People are, yeah. you know, kind of just falling into that. They don't really maybe ask what they want outside of it. And I've always asked what I want outside of it. Um, so I never really fit into that box. And I think that kind of resistance just from... I, wouldn't, I don't want to say family because my parents have been super supportive of anything. I wanted to do almost to the point of my detriment. Like, yeah, I'd go on a leash and do whatever you want. And it's been amazing. Um, but, you know, there's maybe a few mishaps I could have avoided if they would have been like, no. <laughs> but the same, I think probably that's the hardest one, you know, convincing. I mean, we don't have to convince people of anything that we're doing. But it's almost when you have, like, really close people, you you do want them to be on your same page. And, and getting them to understand that what you're doing is it's a real job. I'm creating my own work. And yeah. I, it, as, if, any, if anything, it's bloody badass rather than, you know, weird. Um, so exactly. I think probably that's probably the most challenging one. Yeah, definitely. Um, I must admit, mm -hmm. when we first launched our wedding business, it took us, um, you know, sort of like, it, it took me like 10 months to generate income, you know, because you were booking yeah. for wedding advance, raising awareness of the brand and all of the like online activity and SEO building up to the point where we were really visible. And mm. everyone was like, are you still doing that? Are you still keeping with it, Lucy? And I'm like, yeah, of course I am. And, and actually, my partner, Jesus, has always worked with me in the business. But my family, and I find it quite offensive, so if they're watching, I'm just telling you now. <laughs> When's Jesus going to get a proper job? Because I'm sorry, he facilitates me being able to do my empowerment of women coaching mm. he looks after the wedding business you know I'm I'm there with the client one-to-ones and stuff but everything gets passed to Jesus and he does everything else for me but there's wow. this belief that just because you're not you haven't got a job that you go out to that you don't have a real job and it's, I know 
it's so frustrating isn't it it's like it can I be the weird one yeah. <laughs> you know? I know but it's almost I think now as well I mean this last year has taught us all so much and I think a lot of people especially in my vicinity maybe in yours as well now they're they're also kind of stuck at home so they also get to see oh actually you do work in the day and no you can't do whatever you want like well I do whatever I want but in in a very structured way you know yeah. I'm I am working and I have meetings and no I can't talk to you right now because I'm doing this and you know otherwise I just think you're kind of just at home feet up on the couch just chilling and yeah of course I have days like that too and I enjoy those days but you know I do a lot of work as well yeah of course it's that freedom of choice isn't it the freedom of choosing when you are going to work when you're going to take your breaks and your holidays I found mm. the restriction of a nine to five was just so disempowering you know it, yeah. it, it, <laughs> it destroyed everything so yeah. um, what mistakes would you say you made along the way in building your business was there anything that you would say to other female entrepreneurs don't do that because I did it and it didn't work mm, two things one thing is not starting yeah like if you don't start like you're never gonna again then you're not gonna make mistakes that's your that's your first mistake if you don't start like I am one of these women who has since I was a teenager probably had like a hundred business ideas in my head all at once and okay. I've also been living with the narrative that you have to pick one thing and then you do that and I just never that never sat right with me and I didn't really know why and I didn't really explore it because I was too young to understand how to explore that now I know better now I could do it in a different way but at the time I couldn't and I just kind of left it and I just let it simmer there and I knew at some point I'm gonna have my own business but I just didn't do anything about it for years I'm talking about years here and it yeah. was only after I did my childhood dream job of working as a flight attendant for for a massive airline it was amazing for five years and then wow. I moved to London then I moved to London and really what I should what I should have done I don't like saying shoulds because everything you know you do everything because it feels right in the moment but what I could have done had I known better was that's the time I would have started my own business um, and not worked in a five for another five years in a job that wasn't mine and I enjoyed it and I made the best out of I did the best out of it but it still wasn't going it wasn't in alignment it wasn't what I wanted to do so then I left and I had nothing nothing yeah. I had no money I had, I had burned through everything and I had nothing so then I had to start from scratch so literally just pick that pick pick a thing and then know that you can change and it can evolve as well yeah. and for me what was the biggest this is now not necessarily a mistake this is now a lesson for me it wasn't picking one thing it was picking what felt right for me and that turned out to be supporting and empower, empowering women and I yeah. do that through three channels so I didn't pick one I picked three yeah and they all are interlinked and they all serve me they all serve my clients and you know people can come into either of them or all of them and they will get a different experience but the the um, the result is the same the empowerment yeah. the finding your voice and like being in your wild woman and being your own beast and it's really beautiful so that's the one thing and uh, the other thing that I wanted to say uh, I need to check my notes because I did write something down that I thought was really clever to share <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, Hmm, not sure what I was thinking, but probably that not not starting. But then yeah. I wanted to mention, yeah, go ahead, please. No, no, no. Cut me off. Cut me off and, and drag me where you need me to go. <laughs> I, think you'll, I think you'll remember it. It's cool. I'm happy to to wait for you to. Remember. No, no, no. It's good. No, I think that's probably the biggest thing, like not starting. Uh, mm, and then another lesson, if I go the, back there again, um, actually, like really early on, allowing yourself to get support, and what that looked like for me was getting a coach, because. Yeah. I hadn't created a business before and I found this coach actually a few years earlier to this 
and that I knew that I'm going to work with her at some point. She wasn't actually even coaching at that time, but I, I was like, I'm going to work with this woman at some point, and I don't know in what way, but I know that I will. And yeah. then she started a coaching business, and as I was kind of stepping into that creator of superwomen persona almost, um, she came up with this amazing coaching program. I was like, alignment, yes, this is it. Absolutely. So I joined, yeah, and I joined this course, and it's just it just really um, catapulted me into this journey of actually creating a foundation for my business instead of just kind of winging it, which I was doing earlier because I didn't know how. Yeah, absolutely. This yeah. is it. It really does take, you know, we can't do everything by ourselves. We think we can. And I yeah. was like that at the beginning, but I couldn't. I needed to ask for help, you know. Um, one of the things that held me back in the wedding business at the very beginning, back in 2014, was, was um not charging for every service so mm. i i believe that i had to allow them to choose a venue before they committed and that was the biggest mistake i was making because i was actually dealing with six customers before i booked my first client and none of them would book me because i was giving everything away free of charge so now yeah. my one of my biggest things with my clients is empowering them to to up and double their prices most of the time, you know, upping and mostly doubling because people are always undercharging in in, in our yeah. wedding business. And um, and also to not give away their time free of charge, like set boundaries. Mm. Obviously, we need to offer, sometimes need to offer consultations. I'm not sure in the in the coaching industry we necessarily do. It's more about what suits us. But mm. you know, it's it's you've got to be setting those boundaries and making people understand the the rules of engagement. You know the rules yeah. of the relationship in order to to mark your ground and gain respect. Because without that line, nobody respects us. You know it's like no. you've got to really ask for the respect. So that's true. And on that point as well, I mean, there's something that I've that's come up a lot with my friends who are starting their own businesses and I'm not coaching in that space that's not my space so this is just like friends friends talking but um I have a few friends come to me and be like oh well I'm gonna you know you're my friend you can come to this for free and I'm like that's really kind of you but I do want to pay because I value your service and they're like no no, no I want to give it to my friends I'm like okay well where does your friend circle end because if you're anything like me you know you have you have your your family you have your close friends you have your partners and their friends and you know and it just never ends so yeah. what you're just gonna give everything away for free? Like no, you, I mean yes, you can to a select few people if you want them there and you really you know value and they can maybe provide like a really good feedback or testimonial or something afterwards. You know that's yeah, that's an exchange of some way. Yeah. Um, but it's very hard and I think this probably is very universal. Maybe to entrepreneurs, I would like to almost say female entrepreneurs more so Definitely. that we are very freely like, oh, but I want the experience. Like, here is my here is my life. Take it all. And I'm not going to charge you for it. Yeah, exactly. It's it's difficult when you're training or coaches. So at the moment, I'm co I'm training to be a hypnotherapist, a regression hypnotherapist. So actually for my assignment work, I need three people. So I'm you know using three people. Yeah. Um, but from that, as you say, if people give you testimonials back, which is what I would expect and I, what will I, I will ask for, you know, then you've got those testimonials to be able to say how the experience mm. is and a case mm. study work as well. So definitely, I really, I like you, I think it's so true. People should, I believe people should be paying and people should be charging for their services no matter what they are. It's yeah. no one in, no one else works for free, but yet in the coaching business and the creative industries, yeah. <laughs> just to kind of like, 
just be subservient and lie on the floor and give them everything. Mm -hmm. Jesus and I are having a discussion this morning about the wedding industry. And I was saying, to uh, somebody phoned me to say, my uh, my boss wants to get married in Spain. Can I have a meeting on Saturday? First of all, I don't do weekend meetings. I do meetings on Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday only. Because yeah. I had to set boundaries because I'd worked seven days a week for three years, you know, like mm -hmm. in the first few three years and really made myself sick because of it. And I said to him that I'd had clients asking for discounts. Can we get discounts from people? Mm. And it's just unreal that people would think that they can ask for discounts after they know that people within that industry, events, weddings, you know, have not earned money for 18 Yeah, that's true. Yeah. How much are people willing to take from people? Yeah. So it's yeah. about those boundaries. And I'm always very clear with my clients so that they don't push the boundaries of people people mm. who I work within the wedding industry as well you know and yeah. I, I encourage the pe I encourage people in my group to be setting boundaries as well it's like yeah no boundaries is a tough one because you can feel like you're setting boundaries and then suddenly like it's kind of slipping for that one instant instant sorry or that one person and then that kind of becomes the new norm so you have to be really careful you have to be very aware of it hyper aware of it almost and you know I don't personally really like living that way where I'm hyper aware of things that could go wrong but you yeah. kind of need to just get it ingrained in you that you know this is how you're doing things and go with it absolutely I always find it good to have like contracts rules in place mm. you know and you just let <laughs> You know, I had one yeah. client recently that they've never had to sign a contract for a membership before. And I was oh. like, understandably, but I want you to know what your what your terms are and what my terms are. I want you to feel mm. secure. It's for both parties to feel happy. You mm. know? Yeah. So let's have a look at the questions here. Um, what would you say is the one thing that has really contributed most to your success in life and business? Um, I would say, actually, you touched upon it earlier, and it's amazing that you saw that. Um, my my capacity for fluidity and being in that feminine space, and it's really interesting because I've never thought of myself as being in my feminine space until you just said, and I'm like, oh my gosh, of course, I am now. But at the time of my my growth and growing up, I didn't realize I I I'm a very masculine driven woman, like very as you said, push 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 and go getter and you know very um, focused and forward. Um, but I've come a lot more back into my feminine space now. But it's really interesting actually because you said that because I think mm, I've always said that I have the capacity and ability to adapt and also make the most out of any situation. So whatever comes my way, instead of getting stuck there and being upset about it. Of course, I feel all the emotions. I have all of the ranges within my body probably at any one time. But what can I do from that point to make it better? And that is a lesson my dad actually taught me uh, maybe five, ten years ago. I don't even know when. But it's kind of sat with me like, well, what can I do to make it better? Because it's not going to change anything if I just sit with it and get pissed off or sad or angry or frustrated. Yeah, I can feel those things too. But then let them shower, shower off me and how can I deal with it now to make it good yeah absolutely absolutely so I think that probably yeah I think probably that actually I think it's it's truly empowering to realize that we're in control of our responses to things. yeah, yeah. You know, it's we get so lost in emotions and stress and and difficult experiences and then you know the wounds of difficult experiences just repeating us and repeating us and you mm. know every, every single time something happens it triggers that emotion and we get so blocked so we have to take a conscious a conscious decision 
to look at the way we respond to things. And actually, once we make that conscious decision to analyze it, to look at it, to recognize it, we Mm. can start to change it, you know, and start to say, my little thing when I'm coaching is to say, like, it kind of started with money mindset. So when you have that negative thought about money, like, oh, I don't have any money, it's so tough, it's like to think switch. And in your head, you say switch. What's my my positive switch statement off that kind of like, oh, I don't have any money, you know, it's like, (laughs) what can you think of? And it's important to have those positive statements kind of lined up in your your mind to know what you're going to move forward with. It actually kind of comes from Joe Dispenser, I don't know if you know him at all. He's got the the incredible book, How to Change the Habit of Being Yourself. I think it's called something like that. Anyway, it's it it was the book that really catapulted me on my spiritual journey because it it taught me how to meditate properly and to really start mm. getting energetic downloads from meditation, which was something I'd Amazing. struggled with before. Really powerful. So, and it kind of in a way that's what's led me gradually into the more spiritual and the hypnotherapy well because the way that I approach hypnotherapy is from a very spiritual place you know so amazing yeah it's so empowering and it's so exciting so one piece of advice that you would give to your 15 year old self Charlotte I would um I would say to my 15 year old self that don't let yourself be broken down by circumstance and just live your life as you want to live it it's um i get almost emotional thinking about that because you know i i do now i recognize myself so much in that 15 year old self me where i was like so just vibrant and excited and i am all of that now again but i did lose it for a very very long time and of course i wish that didn't happen but at the same time there is a lot of gratitude there that it did happen for the reasons we've mentioned before but you know just holding on to what you believe is right for you and just following your own path and whatever that path may be like it does it just sounds super fluffy when people say that and I was you know in my 20s I would be very frustrated with that oh follow your path like what what the heck does that mean like what what is my path you know but then when you when you really start connecting inwards and you really I I like to call it your inner woman your intuition your gut feeling just connecting to your inner woman yeah and just being present just being present that's one thing and stay present because you don't have to worry about the past you know that's happened you know you can make it better from now on you can change it as you say as well and then the future this also sounds really fluffy but the future is unknown but you can still you can affect it you can affect how tomorrow will look like and coming on to just seeing all the little magic that's around you and allowing yourself to see that and not letting anyone you know I'm one of these people that I look at a cloud at a cloud or the sky or you know a grain of sand I'm like oh my god look how beautiful this is and I really like take it in I'm so excited about it and a lot of people they're not like that they'll be like it's just the clouds it's just the sky but the more I impact them with that way of thinking they kind of come around and now they're texting me pictures of clouds and grains of sand and stuff and I feel like just allow yourself to be you and let people see that and maybe they can you know you can teach them something and they can teach you something back absolutely that's beautiful definitely I love it it's so true I really feel that we only feel this kind of um like you're saying this lack of valuing things around us when we're disconnected from ourselves yeah we become more connected with ourselves we suddenly step into a zone where we become like I always think of you know how the the royal family 
are meant to be chosen by the divine and yeah. yet when you do when you become very spiritual you realize that your divine self is your inner self and and your mm -hmm. inner wisdom right so it's like you know when you step into that divine version of yourself and really connect with who you are and start flowing more in life you really start to see the beauty in things so much mm -hmm. more don't you in yeah. everything if, if yesterday my dog was barking out of the door and I looked out of the door and I was like what are you barking at Ralphie he's a little shih tzu kind of puppy <laughs> he looks like an Ewok from Star Wars oh, oh that's so cute he's so cute <laughs> I looked out the door and I saw that he was barking at the at the grass waving in the wind oh. like it kind of just I was like that's just so beautiful like you yeah. know the way that the wind captures the trees and the grass. I know it sounds really crazy to some people. They probably think I've lost my marbles. Anyone <laughs> in my twenties definitely thinks I lost my marbles. But it, it's, the beauty in it is the fact that it's energy. You know, wind yeah. is energy, and energy is what flows through this world, through the universe, through all of us, and mm. keeps us alive. But also keeps communicating, keeps us connected with each other. And yeah. even though we're on a call right now, I can feel your energy through you know, through an, a digital call. And that's like the most, yeah. it's, just, it's just so beautiful being able to connect with that and see it. And I love the fact that you're empowering women to be able to recognize that within themselves and to see the beauty yeah. in the world, you know? It's a really great Thank thing. Because as soon Thank as you, you do that, you realize that anything is possible for you. Yeah, yeah, it's true. There's no no blocks. There is nothing. No roadblocks. Anything no. we want to do. I love it. So my last question is, how are you living your life and running your business with heart and soul? Ooh, this is juicy. So um, this is actually really interesting. So um, before I started running my business in the creator of Superwomen way and also as the creator of Superwomen, I actually hit a burnout from just doing things that I loved. And it wasn't super dramatic, but it was still a burnout. And I just never thought that that could happen to me. Um, so... After that, I realized that I need to work from a place of my intention and my purpose and what I think is right for me at the moment. So very rarely will you hear me ask my, I call them my superwomen, but I have a very different definition of a superwoman than a traditional one, but we don't have time to go into that now. But very rarely do I ask, what do you want from me? I very much will operate from a place of, well, what do I want to create and what do I want to impact with? Like, how does that look like from me? Like, what's, what's coming out of me? And with that, I'm able to stay in alignment because I have that innate passion and drive from the inside to, like, keep my energy levels, levels up and still honoring, you know, the the purpose almost of what I'm doing. So something that I learned along the way, not within this particular space of creator of superwomen, but before, is that if I wanted to ask what people want from me, and yeah, I can create whatever, like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thrifty, I can do whatever the heck. But if I do that, it's not from a place of passion from my side, I'm doing it from a place almost of um of scarcity almost like this is what they need so i need to create this to be abundant in finances yeah, but yeah. that's not going to serve me yeah so i think um really just creating out of a place of pleasure for myself and that keeps me aligned and then really allowing myself um there's another coach that i've been working with and she does these amazing magic weeks every month she's a week oh, yeah. off every week every oh, month I, I do that as well i kind of do that i have a week off clients 
Oh, great. Yeah, so that's a version of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's perfect. And I think that's so needed as well. And I have, I mean, I haven't been so good at it, but it's something that I'm implementing. I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm trying to bring the feminine into there and allowing myself to have a magic day every week. Like, let's say it's a Friday. I've been quite good at it actually, but you know, yeah. I can, I can improve it, but magic week every Friday, mag- sorry, magic day every Friday. And that's like my play day. And if I want to create something for my business, that's okay, but I don't have to. And just knowing that I don't have to, I really tap into that that juicy creative creative place as well where I'm thinking like oh well this is because I, I get rid of the noise so then yeah. all these other voices come up of excitement and I can just like take notes down and then the next week I have a really exciting week of creation of all the things that I come up with that Friday yeah. so really allowing space to breathe because I never really did that before I was very this is the masculine in me I was very just go 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 until you fall over and I actually did fall over so that probably yeah That's from amazing. pleasure and it's it's like you say you know when you were younger you, you were in a difficult relationship you were you're kind of stressed out with that I suppose like di- disconnected from yourself but yeah. actually stepping into your feminine energy and flowing with life much more has enabled you to become more creative and I think that is a message to all of the women watching now is that anything is possible when you just flow a little bit more okay? <laughs> yeah yeah so, I agree I agree. Definitely flow. It's beautiful. It feels good. Um, it's sensual. It's exciting. You can you can walk around feeling turned on every single day and it doesn't have to be a sexual turn on. No, exactly. Just exciting <laughs> life. Exactly. It's been so good to talk to you. So let us know where we can where the ladies can find you if they want to check you out on online, on on Instagram, your website, etc. Sure. Thank you. It's been such a such a great time being here as well. So uh, you can find me. I'm most active on Instagram. It's uh, at Charlotta Barman altogether. My yeah. Facebook is Creator of Superwomen. Uh, you'll find it through my my actual name, Charlotta Barman, as well. But Creator of Superwomen on Facebook if you want to connect there instead. Or then my website, charlottabarman.com. Super easy, streamlined. Amazing. Come and connect That's with me. I'd love to speak to you as well. Oh, it's been such a pleasure to talk to you today. Thank you so much for getting in contact with me and saying you'd like to be part of this. It really is so empowering to be able to share stories like yours and really help, you know, help women realize that, you know, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Thank you. Thank Thank you you. so much, Lucy, for all of the amazing work that you do and and providing this platform for all of us as well. It's such a such a joy. Oh, thank you. Thank you for coming along and joining us this week on the Empowered Women Rise podcast. We'll be back next week with another incredible woman to tell her incredible, amazing, inspiring story. Looking forward to seeing you all again next week. In the meantime, if you'd like to connect, you can catch me at lucybennettcoaching at gmail.com or on Instagram at i.am.lucybennett. See you again soon.